0: Wow, what a classic from the real thing. Can't get by without you. 25 minutes to three on a Tuesday afternoon. This is GTFM. Now, of course, are known for their legendary hits You To Me Are Everything, Can't Get By Without You and Can You Feel The Force, as well as their groundbreaking 1977 song Children of the Ghetto. The real thing remained Britain's most successful black group of all time. And as an example of just how how well received their music was, You To Me Are Everything, released on May the 14th, 1976, went on to sell 30,000 copies per day. That's right, 30,000 copies per day, reaching and remaining at number one for three weeks. A new album, a brand new day, and from it, a single Hang On, Never Let Go. It's uh, In fact, it's a double A side. They've got the live version of uh, Children of the Ghetto on there as well. And it's an absolute pleasure this afternoon to welcome to GTFM on the phone now. Part of the real thing, and that's Chris Amu. Good afternoon, Chris. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you so much for coming on the show this afternoon, Chris. Uh, what, what 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 can I say about being a legend in music? That it's, it's it's phenomenal success, uh, successes of that time. But can I take you back, Chris, uh, to before all of that came to came to bear or came to pass uh, during that time? How did it all start, Chris? It, it, are we from a musical background? Is it is it was it born to be this way, or were there junctures in the road that could have taken you somewhere else?
1: I think. Um, it's always, it was always meant to be this way. Um, we didn't have anybody uh, really musical in the family. My dad used to play guitar, and probably Eddie got a lot more from him than I did because Eddie was a lot older than me. Right. But it all started, me and Dave, um, me and Dave Smith, were are still together now, um, we just had an, a dream and we had an idea that we would like to do what my brother Eddie was doing, right at the time and that's to be to make a career of singing on stage we weren't thinking about records or anything else just having a career of singing on stage and you know we used to sit in our front room and we'd be singing over um records uh by bands like the temptations um the old J's and all them bands and you know we just wanted to be like the people right. who we who We were seeing, um, you know, on the television and things. And basically, that's how it started. You know, it started off like that. And we gradually got better.
0: Right. (laughs) uh,
1: To the point where we could go out and perform on stage. And by that time, we'd taken on two other singers, which was Ray Lake and um, Kenny Davis. Okay. So we we were a four-piece. And basically, um, we were just getting better all the time with help from Eddie. Of course: Right you know who taught me how to uh, put harmonies together, And um, Eddie and I had started writing songs together. He started to teach me how to write songs. And um, yeah, uh, we, we started doing all the youth clubs and things in Liverpool, and we started to work in a lot of the clubs in Toxteth, Okay. You know, and that was good grounding. It was good ground. So it's a
0: a, a gradual build. Did you ever, when you were sat there in your front room uh, with your brother and and the rest of them sort of you drawing a band together, did you ever think that it would come to that, that that, that it would actually go that way? Was there, did you think, well, we're into our music, we're playing our music for the love of our music. Was there ever any inkling that it would go as far as it did?
1: No, because we didn't think about it, to be honest. Right. We We were only kids. Uh, We were just thinking about singing on stage. Right. The big thing came It was when we used to sing on stage, you know, because that only used to happen now and again. You'd get a gig, you know, you'd get booking like at a talent competition or something like that, you know. Yeah. Um, And we'd go on without and sing without music and things. And that was a thrill. You know, uh, that uh, was And uh, was
0: there a light bulb moment when you thought, yeah, we can really do this? This, this is going to, this, this, I mean, you, the love of the music, it seems to me like you were always building on that passion and that something good was always going to come from it. Uh, what, what was the turning point there where, where things really did ignite?
1: Okay, the turning point was when we met um, uh, two agents in Liverpool who, ended up, who, who, who managed us, we signed a contract with them, And they then started getting us around gigs and things, better gigs in Liverpool and around Liverpool. And they actually introduced us to Tony Hall, who remained our manager right until a couple of years ago. Um, They got us opportunity knocks.
0: Right, right. And
1: that was when things were going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Because we won it. Excellent. And all of a sudden, we were known Yeah. up and down the country and we could turn professional. We could work in all the best clubs in the country. We were even being able to get into clubs that Eddie's band, the chance couldn't get into. Yes, the chance, yeah. You know, because we were like sort of, we were known. Mm. That's all there was. So we won Opportunity Knox, which was huge.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You, You know, and we won it. So... But more importantly, not only that, not only was Opportunity Knox the turning point, that was when Tony Hall took over our management. Right. Tony Hall was probably the best deal in this country and the only one who could possibly have gotten the real thing off the ground. Nobody else would have gotten us off the ground.
0: So, uh, like, a a change at the helm sort of of made a massive difference.
1: The big difference was Opportunity Knox. Yeah. But to consolidate on that... We had to have somebody who knew how to take it further. And honestly, I don't know if they're still alive now, but I will always be thankful to, um, to Ted Lamb and Frank Delaney because they had the sense not to hold us back. Right. There was no, you know, Tony give them the 1,000 quid that we owed them but bought <laughs> us a little system and things to go work and yeah, yeah. give them the 1,000 quid that we owed them and we went with their blessing and there was no hang on a minute, they've just won opportunities Not we can earn a lot of money mm. out of them. There was none of that. They just let us go with Tony and, well, I mean, Tony was the best manager you could possibly have. He was so respected in the music business. I mean, it's hard to even uh, imagine how successful he'd been in the music business.
0: And can I say, Chris, is it important to you, and I know the passing of your brother as well, that it's important that you remember those who assisted you to get where you are?
1: Oh, it's all part of a process. Yeah. And the real thing were fated to make it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And all these people, right the way from Ted Lamb and Frank Delaney, they were all part of that pro- process. Who we wouldn't have made it without them. Because they are the ones who got us opportunity dogs. Yeah. They were the ones who introduced us to Tony Hall. So... We couldn't have done it without them. We just couldn't have done it, you know.
0: And would you say, Chris, uh, to anybody uh, making their way in the music world right at the moment that it is important that uh, whatever comes from what you're doing, it is always important to remember those who've who've been like mentors and, and have steered the way in which it comes because it's those that pr- uh, sort of put the platform in place for things to happen.
1: Well, can I just say, if you don't do that, you're mm. not going to make it. No. You might have an odd record here and there, but you're not going to make it. You know, our feet was kept on the ground because we respect people. Right. We always respected our... Oh, Tony Hall was our manager from when we were 18 years old to the day he died three years ago. Wow. And for the last 10 years, Tony couldn't really do that much for the band. Yeah. But he was still our manager, and we weren't going to do nothing else. First port of call, what do you think of this, Tony? We've written this song, what do you think of this? He was our pause of call. And if you don't remember hmm. these people and you don't stay loyal to people... You, you, you know our band we work with now? Yes. They've been with us over 25 years.
0: It's, it's, it's all about respect and, and carrying it on, isn't it? And making sure that uh, the, the bonds that are built and formed earlier on remain in place.
1: It makes you tighter unit. Mm, absolutely. It makes your whole... The whole thing surrounding and real thing is lovely because everybody's got everybody's backs. When they go on stage, they want it to be great for us. Yeah. Our sound technician has been with us over 10 years. Yeah. If we go somewhere and he's just overseeing, there's no way he's allowing us to go on stage unless he thinks we've got what we want. Mm. You know, And that's what it's all about, respecting people.
0: It was absolutely. And and of course, you can get uh, the, what you get from that is the fact that everybody who uh, everybody then benefits from it because everybody's Absolutely. input. You know, it, it's it's uh, everybody. It's a result all round because of the input that's gone yeah. in yeah. and what comes back out of it. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I'll move you on to the the new album now, a brand new day and a single on the way. Hang on, never let go, which I'll play next. And yeah. uh, the, how has that come about, Chris? Is is this been a long time in the planning?
1: Um, yes, in, in as much as um, the embryo was born during lockdown. Right. And the reason it came about was um, we were doing a lot of TV at the time for things like Good Morning television and, and things like that. But the tracks had to be done from home because of COVID. Right. And we learned that hang on we can actually do rhythm tracks from home which are good enough to play on national television. And once we got that I learned because I was the one doing the tracks at the time, that, so, hang on, if we can do that, you know all these songs I've got running around in my <laughs> head? I'm going to finish them off. Yeah. You know, and with the help of our band, I mean, we could get onto the drummer and say, send me this drum part. Yeah. Our keyboard player, send me the keyboard part. You know, you explain to them what you want, send them a rough, they put it on, played better. And, you know, do an instrument, We we found we could do an album from home. So it was all done during lockdown, because we wouldn't have had the time to do that otherwise.
0: And, and the inspiration between Hang On, Never Let Go?
1: Hang On, Never Let Go is a tribute to Eddie.
0: because right. Eddie That's and it, I,
1: right. I wanted to have songs on the album that were a collaboration with me and Eddie, as well as the songs that I'd penned myself, new ones, during lockdown. And this one was one of the ones that me and Eddie were really always thinking that we were going to come back to. Because when we first recorded it in the States, we, used, we were with two producers who used to produce Roberta Flack and Donny Hathaway wow. at the time. And it didn't turn out, so it was shelved. So I decided to revisit the song and um, redo it. And as a tribute to Eddie, uh, it's the first single.
0: Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Now, I've got a list of your, of your venues because you're going on, on two very shortly indeed. Now, yes. our nearest port of call for us is going to be Minehead, Butlins. Now, you're there on, on, on the 19th of March at uh, mm-hmm. Butlins in Minehead. Also on the 14th of May uh, at, at uh, Minehead, uh, Butlins as well. Can I ask uh, where we stand now, Chris? Is it So, the, is the album is now out?
1: Yes, the album was released on the 28th
0: okay, and, of last month. And, and the single, Hang On, Never Let Go?
1: Hang On, same day. So we've got two singles. We've released two simultaneously. Hang On, Never Let Go and Children of the Ghetto. Okay. So they're both out the
0: now. The live version.
1: And um, Yeah, the only thing at the moment, you can, you can only buy them digitally on right. Amazon, iTunes, Spotify. But within the next two weeks, uh, you will be able, three weeks, two, three weeks, you will be able to buy the CDs on Amazon. So look out for them, but uh, they'll definitely be available.
0: Wonderful stuff. And Chris, uh, finally, obviously, thank you very much for coming on the show this afternoon. It's has an absolute pleasure. Can you direct us? I-, I believe you've got your own website we can all go and have a look at?
1: Yes, um, we've, uh, our website is www.therealthingofficial.com. You can also go on Facebook and see um, official videos of the two singles, Hang On, Never Let Go and Children of the Ghetto. And you can get us on Twitter as well. So it's Twitter, Facebook and our website. You can find out everything that you need to know gigs-wise, TV-wise and record-wise on them sites.
0: Chris, it's been an absolute pleasure this afternoon. Do come back in the future and we'd love to catch up with you again. But as I say, all the very best from GTFM with all of your ventures, all of your your tour visits that you do to make during this year. And once again, Chris, thank you very much indeed.
1: Thanks for having us and you take care. Pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.